Welcome back to the Jambos Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Schwimmer, alongside co-host, Mr. Robbie Castro. Schwim, it's great to be back. All the loyal listeners, all the feedback that we got during college basketball season is finally upon us, but the listeners have literally been up my butt asking me, hey, when, when are we going to do another podcast? What's going on here? Getting text messages, blowing up on Twitter. Um, well, today's well, the well, day. Today's on. the day. Today is the day, but let, let's be honest. We don't have this gigantic following of listeners. So we have loyal listeners. We have great retention rate, you're, you're right. but the listener right. group is pretty small. Pretty well, small. It's, it's, it's friends and family right now. We're trying to branch out. We're trying to branch out. <laughs> we're, go, we're getting mainstream here. We're going to be on the Fantasy Life app, uh, also Spotify, iTunes, all, all this stuff. But you know that if you're listening to this already. Yeah, sure. All right. Well, there's a lot a lot of the new people that don't know what we do, who we are, and why we do what we do. I'm going to give them a little background. So my name is Michael Schwimmer. I'm the founder and CEO of Jambos.com which is an analytic company. We've got 25 people deep, the majority of which are data scientists, data engineers that specialize in predicting outcomes of games. We've been using the stuff that they do to find content in terms of why games happen the way they happen and testing it against the Vegas line in the market. We've been doing it for more than six months now. We've been free for everybody, fully transparent. Everybody could see what we're doing. We've been crushing the market. We picked it about almost 59% in college basketball. Wow. Our baseball model's up more than 50 units currently. But again, all our picks are on our website that you can see for free. You register for free. You can see all our historical records. You can see how we do against the market line when we post. You can see how we do against the closing lines if you're worried about line movement. And, and that's, you know, full transparency is the name of the game. Full transparency and financial accountability. So now our service does cost money. However... We are doing it in a very different way than these other touts in the industry who are just awful and ruining the gambling space, in my humble opinion. Uh, and that means that no subscriber will ever pay if we lose, ever. As long as wow. I'm CEO of the company, no subscriber will ever pay for losing picks. In Hell fact, that. in fact, we will pay you. We will pay the subscribers if our picks lose. So right now we have a one-week and a four-week package. The four-week package, it costs 900 bucks. But if the picks lose... We give you $2,000 back, which includes the fee. So That's can, how confident we are in our picks. You can legit short the market here. And no one, I, I don't, I, I, I've been betting for a long time. I've never seen a service like this before. What made you get into this? I mean, what, what made you want to go the different route and, and, and zig when everyone's zagging? Well, again, I saw this tout space and it's, it, it's just awful. And no one's financially accountable. If the picks lose, they say, oh, buy more picks, right? right? No. If the picks lose, we will pay you. I don't feel right making money if we give out losing picks. I want to lose money if we lose. And, but I'm confident we can do it. We've shown it in college basketball. We've shown it in baseball. And our NFL and our NCAA football model back test to be way better than that. Like, I'm so excited for football. Our team finally had a long time, a big runway to create these models. Awesome. Yeah, I'm just so pumped. I'm so excited. I'm excited for too, man. So let's get into there. it. So everything that comes through packed. Michael's mouth is going to be Jambos related, not his opinion. I'm the opinionated guy here. That's why they pay me the big bucks to come in and, and give the people not only what they want, but the Robbie Castro spin. Okay, and we're going to be as in the interest of full transparency. Okay, Jambo, he's right. Everything that comes out of my mouth is not my opinion. It is the Jambo's model, what we're seeing from a modeling standpoint, which has been proven to be a winner over the long run. Robbie Castro, how long have you been betting on games? Um, going on 18 years now. Have you had one winning season? No. Okay, so that 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 that's for you. I understand. had a winning March Madness. He thinks he wins, and you'll hear his voice on how confident he is in his picks. But over the long haul, he does not win. The Jambos no. model does win. But as always, you're the listener. You can do whatever you want. So 
That's how we're going to do it. That's our dynamic here. Let's get right into it. We're going to break it. down this first game, Packers versus the Bears. We're going to give you an in-depth analysis on the game, props that are out there that we like, and how we think the game's going to f- flow from a scheme standpoint. If you're not a big football fan and don't understand things like a three technique and a five technique, cover six, cover three, this might be tough for you, but if you're a diehard fan and understand those types of concepts, really listen in and you'll understand exactly why we are predicting what we're predicting. All right, so what are we actually seeing according to the Jambo's model in this game? All right, well, let's start with the matchup of the Chicago Bears offense against the Green Bay Packers defense. Then, then we'll switch it up. Okay. So this Chicago Bears offense, we see Mitch Trubisky at the quarterback. Our model has him ranked as the 10th best quarterback in the NFL, which is probably a little bit higher than most, but that's what we have. Um, are the offensive line of the Bears run blocking? We have them as the third best run blocking team and the first, the, the best pass blocking team in the entire NFL. So we've got a great, great offensive line. We've got a slightly above average quarterback here going against this Packers defense led by now Mike Pettin. This is his second year as defensive coordinator for the Packers, which just hasn't been very good at all. The Packers pass coverage, we have them projected as 30th in the NFL. Their coverage, their coverage scheme. Their pass rush is pretty good. We have them as seventh, but again, they're going against his Bears offensive line. So normally for the Packers defense to succeed, they got to get a pass rush to make up for their weak secondary. They usually do that. Going to be very hard to do that against the number one offensive line in the NFL. So this Mike Penn defense, I want to break it down a little bit more for you, Robbie, okay, and for our listeners. They play a 3-4 scheme with a lot of sub package underneath, but it's a very unique 3-4 scheme. They really pack it in. So not only is the nose tackle right over the ball, the center position, but both defensive ends are pinched much closer than any other 3-4 in the NFL. The strong side end plays a 5 technique. The weak side plays a 3 technique. That means they are inside of the offensive tackles. This gives a lot of opportunity to run to the outside. Also, Mitch Trubisky, what does he like to do with his legs? Get outside the pocket. Now, they do rush uh, more than three the majority of the time. So they will come with those outside linebackers on a rush. And this scheme they play, it's, it's mainly one of three, which is cover three, man, or cover six. I like the cover six approach the best. If I'm if I'm, if I'm I'm running the Packers, I'm going to play a lot more cover six against Trubisky, really banking on the decision-making ability and him having him find those holes. Man is not a great option because, again, he can break down plays with the running backs coming out of the backfield and with his legs there. Cover three is an interesting type of scheme, but either way, these three schemes do favor the Bears' offense here. I, I agree with you. And you, you mentioned Mitch Trubisky and the RPO that he likes to run. They're an inside zone running scheme, and they also have a big back that they drafted in the third round. They traded up to get this guy, David Montgomery, who's been an absolute who's been an absolute stud in preseason. They got rid of Jordan Howard. I like the thunder and lightning effect with Terry Cohen and David Montgomery. And then you also have a third down back in Mike Davis, who they who they got in the offseason from the Seahawks. This is a dangerous, formidable offense, and Nagy's offense. In their second season with Mitch Trubisky, he's gonna he's gonna the, the gloves are off, and it's all you can do a lot of things and you look good as an offense when you have the offensive line that the Bears have. Absolutely, and you can protect the a, a healthy Kyle Long finally. On the other side of the ball, let's look at the Packers offense against the Bears defense. We've got Aaron Rodgers ranked as the sixth best quarterback in the NFL. Might be a little low for people. People might think that he's a lot better than that. Again, this is our models. We take a lot 
of different and unique variables into account here. So it's not just like completion percentage, QBR. None of the stats that you see on a page is what we look at. They're not very statistically significant. We're really looking for decision-making and accuracy are two huge things that go into quarterback play and how we quantify those. We're able to have the data that we purchase, which is costs a pretty penny, <laughs> uh, is able to break a lot of those down, these throws, where the throw should be at release, where it ends up being, things of that nature. So these are the, these are the types of things we look at in our, in our ratings. We also have an age curve here. And Aaron Rodgers is getting a little up there in age. And while Tom Brady has defied that, you know, Aaron Rodgers is coming off the worst season of his career here. So when you see that, when you see at, the, at his age having the worst season of his career, it can go down. And I'm, we're not saying he's going to go way down. He's got a bad quarterback. Sixth best quarterback in the NFL is still pretty darn good. But we just don't see him as a top three player anymore. Last season, the Bears accounted for the third most sacks in the NFL because of Khalil Mack. Now, Aaron Rodgers. Well, and the secondary. And the secondary. Right, right, right. Now you're talking about a guy that went from blitzing seven times a game last year under Vic Fangio when in 2011 they blitzed 18 times a game. This defense is going to fly around and they're going to be fun to watch. And oh, by the way, Roquan Smith is finally healthy. He No holdout. He's playing the full entire season. Had a great preseason this Bears defense is dangerous. And the model backs this up. The And the secondary, what you didn't talk about, you talked about the pass rush. We have them ranked as the eighth best pass rush, which okay. is still really good. Again, Packers at seven, but going up against the Packers offensive line, who's 21st in pass blocking, 26th in run blocking. So the different wow. dynamic here is that Packers offensive line is weak, very weak. We should get that pass rush, as you mentioned, but more importantly, the coverage. We have the Bears as the second best coverage team in the entire NFL. So you get the pass rush, you get the coverage. I agree with Pagano coming in. The scheme may change. They may blitz more. I don't think we're going to see the 28% uh, number there, but sure. I think it will be much higher than 17 because the coordinators like to go with their style. They like to, He likes to attack. He really likes to attack. Aaron Rodgers can burn you when you attack now. So <laughs> yes, in he this, can. In this be game, of that. it's a lot different season trends versus in this game. And, and Khalil Mack, as you said, I mean, Aaron Rodgers must see him in his sleep. I mean, Aaron, Khalil Mack had him on his backside on a number of occasions last year going against the same, this Packers offensive line. So we should see a Bears – uh, defense that's going to give Aaron Rodgers a lot of trouble. So go, let's go right into the picks now. If you can't tell from our give analysis, us the picks. If the you can't tell from want. our analysis, the spread here is minus three. The Bears are fair minus three. They're minus one twenty. Our model has this game at five point seven points. So we like the Chicago Bears here uh, by a pretty good good size margin. So that's our full game play. The over under is forty six and a half. We do not have a play on this. We believe the number should be right around forty seven. So that's not nearly enough to make a play but again we do have the bears our big bet for the game minus three minus 120 what do you think about that robbie from your eye test so the eye test i, I leave me to believe at home minus three love the bears more importantly though I, I i'm going on the total i like the under in this game why is that i i like that just because i feel like the bears are going to control tempo um they're very they're well balanced attack um matt lafleur first year head coach with aaron Rodgers. I just don't see them in sync right now. And if you look historically at the Packers um, under first-year head coaches, dating back to Mike Holmgren, their offenses uh, offenses have, have always started slow. 
They hit Brett Favre, so I know, this, but I'm this, saying. This is so classic. This is such a Robbie Castro move. He's talking about Packers coordinated historically. Like, like those players, like not, not a single player is on the field. Like we, what we do at Jamba is a player-level model, the players that actually okay. matter on the game. You're, you're quoting stats of how many years ago was this with Brett Favre as quarterback with not a single player on the team, and you think you actually think that that matters. I, I actually I do. I just think okay. that first-year head coaches, and I know Aaron Rodgers, you know, we'll, we'll the, we'll, he's the grizzly vet here. But Matt LaFleur is installing an offense where they like to go under center. Last year, the Packers did not do that. They, they, were, they were full shotgun, air it out. Aaron Rodgers makes the plays at the line of scrimmage. Matt LaFleur is going to dictate this offense. They're not going to be in sync. They're not going to be in rhythm. Therefore, I think the Bears' defense is slightly ahead at this point in time over the Packers' offense. I like the under. I like Tarek Cohen. They're going to give him the ball a lot in space. A lot of runs here. Uh, I think Bears control the tempo. All right, that's enough of your underplay. Oh, I'm just saying, hey, hey you yeah, know, I'm allowed to have my opinions. Yeah, you, you are allowed to have your opinions. Again, that is not a Jambos play at all. You can take that whatever it's worth from a lifetime loser, Robbie Castro. Okay, okay. let's get into the props party. This is Robbie. I got to give Robbie Castro some credit here. Thank you. He wanted to call this segment the props party segment. Is that right? Props yeah. party? It's a props party. It's a props party. Are you invited right. to the props party? Yes, you are. Now give us, <laughs> now give us the picks. Okay, here we go. We're going to start rattling them off one by one here. Let's go. So... We're using these numbers right now at FanDuel, uh, FanDuel Sportsbook. It is currently about 9.05 a.m. Eastern time here. This this podcast will drop a little later, so the Lions could move. Uh, but right now we've got over 235.5 yards, Mitch Trubisky. The juice there is minus 118. This is a this is a no-brainer for us. We, we have this number at 267 yards. Wow, a big discrepancy. Big discrepancy. Okay. Big. My only worry on this play is if the Bears are winning by a lot and are forcing turnovers, right. etc. They right. might run the ball a lot more. But look, the Packers' coverage unit is 30th in the NFL. Take advantage of that. And exactly. they have the best pass blocking offensive line of the Bears. I, I mean, it should be, especially with the, that three four that that man that cover three scheme that he likes to run, that Petten likes to run. I think this is a great play here. On the other side. We have under 267 and a half passing yards for Aaron Rodgers. Also juiced is minus 118. We have this number in the 240s here because, again, uh, the Bears defense and the offensive line, he's not going to get protection. He's not going to have time to throw the ball down the field. We might get a lot of quick game, you know, quick five-yard passes, but I don't think he's going to have time to get the ball down the field. If we're on the total, if we're taking, if we're taking sides here and the Bears minus three, wouldn't you think that Aaron Rodgers would throw more? just given um, the lack of a running game that they have with Aaron Jones. I think, in my opinion, if they're, if they're losing, they're going to be, be passing the ball a lot more. Well, that's, that's, a, that's a good point. That is what I'm worried about. 267 half is a pretty de right. decent-sized number there. But as you mentioned, this is a new offensive coordinator with a new pass system. He likes to run the ball and play that play-action uh, play game. Aaron Rodgers has been on record of not liking this. He does not like to turn his back on the defense. He go. said that he likes to be in the shotgun. They last year, they were dead last in play action passes, right. dead last. And now they're going to run a more play action pass scheme. I'm not sure if it fits exactly what he's trying to do. And you brought that up with your under. I right. understand that. But and Aaron Rodgers might just give him the middle finger on the sideline too. You never know. <laughs> that could happen. If I'm going to take the over half middle fingers, I'm taking that over. All right. Uh, on the same side, we're going under Devontae Adams, 83.5 receiving Ooh. yards, minus 112. A lot of fantasy owners out there are not going to be like liking this. That's He's cringy. the number one receiver. It seems like a little smelly line, 83.5. He's not going to have time to throw the ball out wide into the bet, the second-best secondary in the NFL with the Chicago Bears. I just don't see it. I don't see how Devontae Adams is going to have enough time 
to get open to get to those 83 and a half, 84 yards would, would take to beat us. I mean, the man was targeted 26.4% last year. I, 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 I kind of like the over. If there's one guy that's going to beat you, let Devonta Adams beat you. Right. Um, but again, you, you talked about it in your, in your, um, in your write up that, that bear secondary, they're going to hone in on him. Um, I mean, you look at Fuller, you look at, they have one some of the best, uh, corners, um, the bears do uh, on coverage. So I could definitely see that going under, but again, Devontae Adams is always good for that 55 yard, you know, catch the ball, break two tackles. See, that's what I, th- I think people think that, and that's why the number is where it is. But in order right. to get the 55 yards, you need time. You that's need true. time. That's true. I don't think he's going to have the time to do it. And I think they, if they do have time, I trust the secondary to be able to make those plays. Okay. And at the same time, pass interference doesn't count as yards. Maybe they do get behind. There could be a pass interference call. It doesn't count as yards. I think Boom. under 83 and a half is actually is actually our biggest uh, edge on the board, oh, believe wow. it or not, of all the props. Under okay. 83 and a half, Devontae Adams. Uh, we're also going under Aaron Jones rushes. This goes right what you have to say. You said he's going to be throwing the ball a lot for potential completions. 12 and a half carries here. Under is plus 112. So we only have 11.8 carries, but the plus 112 has this as a big enough edge to make this play in this game. Again, Aaron Jones who is who's could be their workhorse, whatever the case may be. I just think if they're if they are down, they might be throwing. They're not gonna be able to throw it down the field to get the yards. Therefore, under under twelve and a half. You would rushes. have to take that under. And then maybe Jamal Williams takes away a few carries as well as a handler uh on on third down. But uh okay. I, I, I do like that. I do like that play. And then the only edge that we have to score a touchdown, your boy that you mentioned, David Montgomery's plus 120 to get in the end zone tonight. Wow. We think he has a 56% chance to score a touchdown. We're getting plus 120. I'm all over that. I'm all over that. My book doesn't have that, so I might have to give you some money to, to you know. That, that would be highly money. illegal, Robbie, and I'm I would never joking. do that under I'm any circumstances. Joking. But, but. A friendly no, notice. Notice Robbie is the classic mush gambler who likes he you notice he liked all the overs this is this is what happens people look they play fantasy so they like skewed. all the overs it's I'm not so you skewed. looking at the numbers looking at the models trust the model it's a lot of the unders now here is the ultimate if you want if you want big odds and you want big juice i got the play for you right now in FanDuel. it's a parlay they allow this parlay it's it's one bet trubisky 300 plus yards and a bears win is plus 420 Wow. So they don't have to cover even. Just win the game. Just win the game outright. Win the game outright. Ooh. 300 yards passing, which is tough. Right. Which is tough. but right. we, Especially in the first game of the year. But, again, the best offensive line going against the 30th best secondary. With your, with your observation and your um, synopsis, I think that that plays into that bet. Well, it's a four to one shot. I mean, you're getting more than four to one sure. odds here. We think the likelihood of this actually occurring is about, you know, 27, 28%. I'll have to ask. Oh, hold on. Kwame, what's, what's, our, what's our number there? All right. He just told me 29.6% on this, on okay. both of those things happening. I can so, see that. Thanks, Kwam, for that. I appreciate that. So that's what we got. Those are our over parlay. Let, let's do a little recap on all the bets. Here's the bet recap Bears minus three, minus 120. Love that number. Uh, over Trubisky passing yards, 235 and a half minus 118. Under Aaron Rodgers passing yards, 267 and a half under minus 118. Devontae Adams under 83 and a half receiving yards, minus 112. 
Adam Jones under 12 and a half rushes. Thank you. Not the, not the Orioles. Yes. Future, the back center fielder. Or, baseball or, or, Adam, or Adam Pac-Man Jones, I could have been thinking. Oh, oh there you go. You never know. All right, all right. Sorry. Aaron Jones <laughs> under 12 and a half rushes plus 112. Yes to David Montgomery scoring a touchdown at plus 120. Love it. And the four plus uh, the Trubisky 300 plus yards and a Bears win at plus 420. We are going to keep track of every single play we say on the podcast. We're going to have records of it so you can follow us throughout the season with the records in units so let me explain about the units that 420 if we lose we lose one unit if we win we win 4.2 okay for the aaron Rodgers under if we win we win one unit if we lose we lose 1.18 okay because of the juice so that's how we calculate the units we'll go over the course of the season and we'll see how we do who's gonna add and subtract all this because i can't do it myself it, it certainly won't be you okay it just, just certainly sure. Just sure. won't be you yes uh and thank you all for listening. That does it for our first show. For Robbie Castro, I'm Michael Schwimmer. Jambos.com, outsmarting the sports market together. Until next time.